You know, sometimes people don't realize that they hold on to something for too long and God might be trying to push you in a different direction, okay? So fast forward to 2018 and life is going really well. The United Nations made me one of the top five most influential people of the African diaspora and things are just churning, churning, churning. And then I started getting this message from God around June 2018 and he started, just keep saying, wait, wait. as it does to make a hundred million, 
as it does to make a building. So why not focus on the buildings? And I said, hmm. <laughs> I felt like I was playing with sandpaper after that. Like, what am I doing with my life? Am I, am I joking with myself? Am I having a circumstantial vision on my life? Like, nah, let me dream bigger. And so I sat back, I went and I analyzed everything, and I said, who's having the biggest acquisitions? Who's having the biggest IPOs? I realized it was FinTech. I said, hmm, I'm already in that space. That's perfect. I said, hmm, what's missing in the market? I realized people need help with their credit. I said, huh, I'm already in that space. That's perfect. But what, what's different? What am I missing? I realized that people needed actual help. I said, it's almost like they want me to do the work for them. Then I said, I got it. Why don't I just do the work for them? <laughs> So for the first time ever, we're doing the work for you. We've streamlined mobile banking, credit reports, and your online payments in one app. In one app. That doesn't exist anywhere else. So we are extremely proud to be in partnership with Experian, as well as FICO. Not only are we the first black company to partner with a credit bureau, but we're also the first tech company, period, that Experian has co-innovated a product with. They are not on Credit Commons. So we're excited about that. We're also excited to have the FICO partnership. So our credit score is updated in real time every five seconds. This is extremely important because I'm sure many of you have incurred inquiries in the past from checking your credit score. Well, with us, you are able to check it every 30 days without penalty. And it's your real, actual score. We've also created our own credit report, so you don't have to guess to be able to interpret it, to be able to figure out what's going on with it. We've also created a feature where if you want to help uh, Blair's nephews and nieces out, just making this up, you're able to give them your spare change to help them, you know, go to Hampton University. <laughs> All of these various different things help to continue to go along the way. And then on top of that, we're integrating Christ Tiger into it, and then we also have the Wealthy Life Financial Literacy Curriculum that goes from work to retirement with 12 interactive modules that we've also turned into what we call GEMS, Granular Education Modules, there are these 10-minute segments of financial education to help you transform your skills. So by the time you have the entertainment from Credit Stacker and the actual functionality from Credit Rich and the knowledge from Wealthy Life, it is impossible, impossible for you not to have the proper financial education to truly take hold of your life and to be able to transform your life. So that is what we are on a mission to do. And I would be remiss if I did not also talk about history of the black dollar. So another diamond I'm going to drop here. As I was going through my struggle and I got turned down by 43 North, one month before I got named the next Steve Jobs, I released my book, History of Black Dollar. Because I refused to take the conversation of lack of access to capital laying down. Right. I don't know how many of you uh, know, to this day, there's less than 100 black women to raise over a million dollars for tech companies. 
the figure is 0.02%. I'm blessed to be number 37, but it wasn't always uh, that, that time. So I created History of the Black Dollar because I realized that our economic history was neglected from our history pages. You know, how many people know that Booker T. Washington wrote a book called Negroes in Business in 1907? One hand. Two hands. Now I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if you read the diary of Anne Frank. Oh, a lot more hands, right? I wonder why. Well, it just might be because it's mandated across the country. Now tell me the book of a child slave or of the Jim Crow era that is mandated. Oh, there isn't one. Hmm. Hmm. So when I'm speaking at Harvard University School of Education, and I'm asking people to raise your hand if you know that the Industrial Revolution was paid for by cotton off of the back of free slaves because they were receiving it for free and they were able to sell cotton at a higher quality than the rest of the country. And Harvard School of Education is unaware of that. How can we be on the same page as a country if we are not reading from the same book? And I truly believe the Holocaust Museum was my favorite museum growing up. I used to go to it every year. And in 2016, when there was the, the, the only, I'm, I'm a little young, so the only sort of uh, Jewish uprising that I've seen in my lifetime was in 2016. And so I saw everybody corralling around the Jewish community. And I said, this is so interesting. Like, why is it that everybody is quick to help the Jewish community for something that happened four years in another country, but not something that happened 400 years in our country? It, it, it confused me. And I believe it is because of the diary of Anne Frank. Because when you think about the Jewish community, you relate to the land. You think about her in the closet and in the attic. You, you, you empathize with her. But you don't have that for the black community. It's almost like the, the, black, the black community knowledge of the Native American community. Think about how much Native American knowledge we know. So if we, are, if we don't, if we're not, on, if we're not reading from the same book, if we're not all being educated about the same subject, I promise you, it's not all racism. There is a level of education that needs to happen for us to be able to have financial agriculture, for us to be able to come together. So I see this history book as an imperative, not just to the black community, but to the American community, so that we can all come together and understand our economic history as a united front. So to all the schools and elected officials that's out here, I hope you guys are truly hearing this. And I already know I was on the, uh, the board of 1619, so I already know that the state of Virginia is very interested in history of black dollar. And I believe that that is how we are going to be able to close a lot of the wealth gap. We simply have to be able to come together in understanding of what we need to do as a united front for the black dollar and for America economy in general.